0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In New Hampshire in the US, the 100th Newport Winter Carnival promoted an event entitled A Greased Pig on Ice, which led to a protest by Peter. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals Organisation, alleging the event was clearly cruel to animals, or at least a pig, a greased pig at that. Steve Smith, the organiser of the carnival, said he had reassured Peter repeatedly that no pigs would be harmed, but despite this, Peter continued their protest. Finally, Peter stopped protesting when they realised there wasn't an actual pig in the act, just a man on ice skates in a pig costume with dollar bills tied to his tail. Smith was hoping to revive a trend from the 1930s where greased pig events were very popular but substituted the four-legged trotters with a human being. Peter said they had to admit they received more complaints about pig wrestling events than it does greased pig events but they'd received around 100 complaints before realising the pig was just a twit in a costume. If you're curious, the Grease Pig on Ice event went ahead, with a dude in a pig costume being chased by kids on ice skates, trying to catch him and pinch a dollar bill off his tail. Well that's one snorter of a story. I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Thanks for joining us for episode 25 of what might be the smallest podcast in the world, a podcast where true crime and comedy collide and we bring you some of the funniest, weirdest and downright bizarre crime stories from around the world. For those new to the podcast, we also have two sort of inside joke games for our listeners. The first one is, will there or won't there be a story from Florida in this episode? And the other is the regular feature, a crime of passion or a criminal love story relating to the topic. We hope you enjoy playing along with us in future episodes. Also, you the listeners are super important to me, and I'm more than happy to research a subject you'd like me to cover. You can join our Facebook page, Smooth Criminal Groupies, and leave your suggestions there. Or why not email us at smoothcriminalchannel@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, so please keep in touch. We never take our listeners for (coughs) granted. So let's get on with the show. Crimes involving pigs. (coughs) Here on Smooth Criminal, we cover many stories involving burglaries. And some of you, when hearing those stories, might wonder why more people don't get watchdogs. But this first story is about someone who did take precautions by getting themselves a watch pig (laughs) over to Indianapolis where a pig called Dumplin was credited with scaring off a burglar or burglars who broke into the family home one evening the burglars smashed through the back door of the house but were unable to steal a thing as Dumplin who was a rescue pig possibly charged at the intruder or intruders and scared them right back out of the house the owners came home to see the back door damaged but were relieved to see nothing had been taken. And Dumplin' was given a big fat serve of Dumplin's as a reward. Actually, I made that last bit up. (coughs) Our next story also involves thievery. But on this occasion, the burglary involved a Spanish man who stole seven legs of Iberico ham from a tapas bar. I mean, that's quite a haul. Seven legs of ham. I'm allergic to pork, so it's n'ot my idea of a good thing to pinch, but, you know, it turns out the thief was a bit of a dickhead. After stealing the legs of ham, he hoofed it home. But how was he caught? Well, seven legs of ham weigh a shit ton, and the Hamburglar dragged several of them along the ground, leaving a trail of fat as he went. But you might be thinking the police simply followed the trail to his house. And if you are, you're wrong. It was actually his wife, Christina, and his mother-in-law, Maria, who saw the trail, realised their relative was a poor sign of interest and called the cops. Domingo Infante, aged 34, was charged after police raided the house with a search warrant and found the seven legs of ham, along with a cash register and a stolen TV, with all of the stolen goods being valued at over (laughs) €3,000. we have yet another case of burglary and this one was particularly mean over to wales in the uk where jamie norton aged 35 burgled a house while the barrett family slept upstairs and took several items including handbags credit cards iphones an ipad and two little children's piggy banks one of which to add insult to injury was a pepper pig piggy bank But like so many of our smooth criminals on this podcast, turns out the twit who burgled the house was the cause of his own undoing. A bus driver walking in a street not far from the Barrett household started noticing coins and then realised it was a trail. So he walked along, picking up the coins one by one, and when he got home, he called the police. When the police arrived, they were absolutely gobsmacked to see in the window in a house over the road, The two stolen piggy banks were sitting right there on the windowsill. It turns out the house belonged to Norton's girlfriend, where he'd been stashing all of the things he'd been stealing. Norton was charged with burglary, and he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 18 months in prison, with the judge saying, Burglary is a crime against people, not just property. And he forgot to add, and also, Peppa Pig. Pig. Okay, burglary stories are hogging this episode, so let's move on to some other porcine crimes. To Massachusetts, where a woman decided it would be a really great idea to go into her local police station and throw uncooked bacon and sausages at police officers while screaming, I'm here to feed the piggies. Can I please apologise to all police officers listening? We thank you for your service and apologise that people like this woman not only attacked you with pork products but further committed a crime against bacon. I mean, seriously, that shit is gold round my house. Lindsay McNamara may have regretted her actions as she was swiftly arrested, charged with disorderly conduct and malicious destruction of bacon and sausages, no, no, sorry, hang on there, and malicious destruction of property, and was then promptly locked up in a cell where she was left to wallow in self-pity. So did we find a case of an actual pig committing crimes? Of course we did, and we swear this isn't a load of hogwash. To West Norwood in London, where a pig by the name of Francis Bacon was so naughty he ended up being banned from the Conquering Hero pub. What on earth did Francis Bacon do to be banned? Well, it turns out good old FB was a bit of a thug pig, and according to the owners of the Conquering Hero... He was banned for stealing pints and headbutting the patrons. Francis Bacon, who was one hell of a porker for a Vietnamese micro pig, was observed by his owners Vicky and Ian Taylor Ross, finishing off people's drinks, headbutting customers under the tables, and raiding the bar snack supply from behind the bar. The Taylor Rosses were also slightly disturbed that Francis Bacon's favourite bar snack were the pork scratchings. Cannibal thug pig. Although Francis Bacon lived at the pub, after the Taylor Rosses installed locks and some toddler gates, Francis Bacon could no longer go in the bar and he suddenly developed a new love of hanging out in the backyard, eating flowers and vegetable peelings from the pub's kitchen. (coughs) Okay, now things are getting a little weird. To North Ridgeville, Ohio, back in May 2017, when police officers received a call from a man they suspected might have been under the influence of alcohol or drugs or both. According to the caller, he was walking home from the train station when he noticed a pig had been following him and he was scared out of his wits and didn't know what to do. Chatting with the terrified man further, the police decided he must indeed be very drunk after he told them he'd just left a pub named the train station so they did their civic duty and went to rescue the man. When the police reached him and stopped the car to chat with him, they were surprised to not only find him very sober, but they also spotted exactly what he'd claimed. A pig was following him. Ryan Singley, the victim of the stalker on Trotters, told the police the frightening pig had started following him and clearly had murder most foul on his mind, The police, however, were in stitches because the pig was so friendly it was almost acting like a dog. According to the report, the pig was very cooperative and happily hopped in the back of the police car where she was conveyed to the station. Ultimately, the friendly little pig was reunited with her owner and no charges were laid for allowing her to be out on the loose. And here we are at the end of the podcast and for those playing our inside games, nope. Not one story from Florida. Aww. So let's end this episode on another police call that left them in stitches. Still in Ohio, weirdly, where one night the police received multiple calls from a man in distress, threatening to harm himself and saying he'd also drunk a bottle of Everclear. When the police asked him why he was so upset, he informed them that his pot-bellied pig Millie had eaten all of his marijuana. Fortunately, other than a severe case of the munchies, Millie was fine after the incident, but her owner was fined for disorderly conduct and asked in future to keep his stash way out of reach of his pot-loving pig. (coughs) So that's it for another episode of Smooth Criminal. Please rate and review and share with your friends. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by, A smooth criminal. See you next week.